The Meet for TCAS is brought to you in part by SoneLab, a recording studio in East Hampton, Massachusetts. Offering recording, mixing, and mastering of all styles of music, we even master podcasts. Email info at sonelab.com for more information. That's info at sonelab.com. That's the record button. Have we started? We have started. So, this is the Meet for TCAST. You might always start like that. Who knows? Greetings and welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining us for season two. Episode Episode 13. 13. (laughs) This is Mark Allen Miller. This is Elizabeth McDuffie. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Right. We've got a really lovely conversation in store for you. And some great music. What do we got? We've got Henning Oldenbush and Lisa Bezo, who play in a number of bands together. And they're, they're one of our favorite couples back in pre-plague times to go out to dinner with. One of our favorite double date dinner couples. Used to love dining with the Sierra Grill. Oh. R.I.P. Sierra Grill. We miss, miss you. We miss the Sierra Grill. Oh. Love you, O'Brien. All the same. But anyway, we've got a lovely chat with Henning and Lisa about all manner of things. It's a wide-ranging conversation. They played at a couple of Cirques. We mentioned that. Um, one of which they didn't intend to play at. Supposed to be 61 Ramblers, but since VIP drummer Brian Marchese was already playing with the other band, he arranged to fill and yeah, have the, Gentle Hen on yeah, the, the Ram The Ramblers had to cancel last minute for personal reasons. Totally cool, totally yeah, cool. Yeah, Brian illness. Brian was like, hey, look, we, we could do this. And they did, and it was awesome. Brian Marchese drums for about 100,000 bands. So many bands. <laughs> well, he's a great drummer. Great guy. He's the, an MVP drummer. Yes, indeed. So Henning and Lisa also, well, they, Henning's been running this label slash recording studio called... Rub Wrong Ways. Called Rub Wrong Ways Records for, I mean, as long as I can remember, for as long as I've known him at least. Tons and tons of great releases. I'm recommending every listener go check everything of theirs out. There's so many it's great a good bands. Catalog. So many great bands, but we're actually very honored to be able to feature some of the music from some of Henning and Lee's projects, including The Fawns, Gentle Hen, and Henning's solo stuff, and School even, for the Dead. Yes, which basically was Gentle Hen before it was Gentle Hen, was School for the Dead. We've even got a track from them. So there's going to be several songs scattered throughout this episode and a bunch at the end. So stay tuned. If you like what you hear, we highly encourage you seek them out, purchase their stuff, support independent musicians, and boy, are they hardworking independent musicians. They're fantastic. And I mean, seriously, what a catalog. Rub wrong ways. Gotta say, I admire the amount of labor and love that... That collection of probably, oh, what, 20 people or something all told and all the bands have, mm-hmm. have put together. And also our conversation with Henning and Lisa is delightful. They're intelligent, witty, charming people. We think you'll be charmed by it. And speaking of hard work, 
Meet for tea is getting ready to turn 15. 15. A week from today, <laughs> we celebrate the 15th anniversary and release the Chuck issue of the publication. And we will have a release party and a certain governor has determined it okay to reopen everything to events March 1st. Yeah, we're not doing that. Our event is March 7th and you know what? We like you guys. We want to keep you safe and healthy and well. So it's going to be a virtual event because while we look forward to seeing you at future events, our consciences wouldn't let us deal with getting you sick. We don't want to kill you. We could have we could have 100 people packed into the studio for this event. So under normal conditions, and apparently we can have 50% of that. 50 people in the studio to Not me. doing it. No, it sounds absolutely insane. Ask nine. You know, even as a working studio now, we're allowed to have people back in. But we keep it extremely minimal and we keep our distance. We That's have several what we have rooms. to do. You'll actually see if you attend the virtual Cirque on the Meet for Tea Facebook page on March 6th, you will see... I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it in English. The Derailers is one of the bands that are part of this virtual circuit. The Derailer. Yes. The <laughs> Derailer, and this is Le Cirque de Prat Cyclistes. Yes. So one of the featured bands of this Cirque is actually another. Um, just like the last two, we filmed Cloudbelly, and we had uh, the original Cowards on the first virtual Cirque. Right. They are one of the bands. We also have Reverend Doctor. Yeah. We're amazing. And one of the members of that band, Seth Cable, is uh, he appears frequently in issues of Meat for Tea. Including the new issue, too. But like those other two bands, we did a uh, live filming in the studio. And you will observe, if you please attend the Cirque Party, that this was a socially distanced filming. Now, how should people attend? They go to the <laughs> Meet for Tea Facebook page. That's right. Go to events. Find the event. And on Saturday at 7 p.m. Saturday, March 6th. You all can check it out. And if you're hearing this episode after that, you can still go to the Meet for Tea page and find it. And you should. There, There is one in December and there is one in September, so... You don't need to miss a Cirque. They're all there. We're stocking up hours of good stuff for you all. So much content. That's what we do. (laughs) So, I think with that in mind, maybe we should tuck into our conversation with Lisa and Henning. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her.
Well, hi guys. Hi. Welcome. Hello. We're psyched to have you. We're psyched to we be had. Formally. Yeah. So, listeners, we are thrilled to announce the illustrious Henning Olinbusch and Lisa Bezo of numerous bands and projects such as Gentle Hen, The Fonz, School for the Dead, and Henning, formerly of Aloha Steam Train, Steam Train, and probably things I'm neglecting to add. So this is great because we haven't been able to have, we're doing what for us are semi-regular double dinner dates, which means if we do it twice in a six-month period, that's regular. Right. And we were so happy to be doing that with you guys. And now, and now we, we're our schedule. Yeah, we're happy to be off. doing it with you too. Yeah. yeah. And this is like, so this be like going out for dinner together, having a chit chat about all things interesting and cool that you might be up to. Or that you're up to as well. Yeah. Well, we, we're actually up to getting ready to release I think I sent you a naggy email because I ask literally everybody for money when I'm gathering ad revenue. But we're, the next issue of Meet for T will be the 15th anniversary. Hey, congratulations. The publication. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. And there will be a virtual Cirque on March 6th. You cool. can stream it on the Meet for T Facebook page because... Like all entertainment these days, it is kept to the virtual sphere. Right on. Where germs are fewer. <laughs> Much fewer. That actually <laughs> brings me right back to, I, I saw posts from almost exactly a year ago of probably the last show I attended, which was just after the Bay State show at the Academy of Music where at the 413 there was a whole bunch of you all playing That's and right. that was the, I think the, yeah. And that was the, like the last thing. So who all played that night? That was, that was, that was, um, well, listed off. Well, I'm not sure we'll remember exactly everyone, but I know nuclear waste management club played and I know I played yeah. and I know Lisa played. Who else played? Were there others? Oh yeah, there were definitely others. I just having a hard time. Yeah. Remembering. I'm spacing on that too, because by the time I arrived, by the time I arrived, it was the beginning of those three exact sets. So it's a lot to remember, especially on the heels of I, I wanted to go to that, but I was absolutely worn out after the Yeah. Bay State revival at the Academy held hostage in your seat with four dollar <laughs> water if you could get it. So I, I needed a break from that structure, which apparently wasn't my favorite. I love the show. It was great. But I was like, could I have a creature comfort? Just one or two creature comforts, please. <laughs> it, it did run long. That's for sure. I don't so know what you're talking about. I was backstage. I don't know what and, you're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, Actually, no, I was, out, I was out in the audience for 99% of the show. But the uh, 4013 one was a really nice, that was a really nice night. And it was, yes, you're right, the last the last night that uh, either of us saw music or performed music, uh, which has a funny, uh, irony is not quite the right word, but 
a funny coincidence to it is that the last show that Lisa saw was me playing, and the last show I saw was Lisa playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was I, that was exactly the post that I saw today, and 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 it, it hit home because it's like synchronous. Well, it was the last show that I saw, and also I ran into Joel Stretzel from Killswitch Engage at that show. Oh yeah, and. Asked him if he would play on a cover of Comfortably Numb that I was doing for a, a tribute benefit album. Ooh. And he's like, oh, man, oh, I'd love to do that so much. But we're going on tour for the next six months. And so if you can wait till like May or <laughs> June, I might have a window to do the tracks. And but I'm like, then, oh, bum, yeah. bum, bum. so uh, about two weeks later, I texted him and said, uh, so is that tour still happening? Tour, <laughs> and he's like, "Nope." I'm like, "Do you want to do? Do you want to do the tracks?" He's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh, I've got the time now. And I'm like, "Oh, geez, that that I mean, yay for me, but geez, that sucks." So here we are on the one year anniversary, pretty much of of all that, and and I think what what I don't remember the date of that show. I do remember, um, was it Edward Gorey's birthday? yesterday i think it was yesterday and on so. on that day yeah on that day a year ago we had a housewarming party i'm pretty sure we invited you guys i think you had other things or maybe you were just exhausted after all the reanimate the base date stuff which is legit but we we had a housewarming party and we had probably like 30 people up here in our apartment which <laughs> you, you know you just get different different lenses through which to view the optics of humanity in a space after a year like the one we've had. And that just strikes me as very dangerous and bizarre having that many people in an apartment, but we, we gleefully did it. Well, we've even mentioned that we even had a Cirque on, on the first week of March or something. Yeah, it was, it was March 7th. And we lamented the, the the low attendance, and how we look back oh, and we're damn, like, "Damn, I wish there were more people here. This is really <laughs> lightly attended." And it's like it's not enough people crowded into this space. Oh, maybe it was a good thing. <laughs> we we had just come back from from a vacation on March seventh, eighth. Yeah. So we we were lucky to come home. <laughs> right. Yeah, because <laughs> were, were you were you traveling? Were you in the Caribbean? Yeah. So we were kind of concerned that we weren't going to be able to get home. That's legit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Although a beautiful place to, to be stranded, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yes. It's in, until the money runs out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which, that, would, that would happen pretty fast. Now, where, <laughs> yeah, it can be expensive. Where do you guys like to go in the Caribbean? What's your place? Um, this particular place was uh, the island of Antigua. Or the country of Antigua. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right across. We went to San Martin a couple of years ago and Antigua is like a boat ride away, like kind of yeah. across the ocean. Yeah. I remember when island. you guys went there. I know. It was so beautiful. Yeah. So nice. I get to have a virtual visit for Christmas. Mark got me a virtual perfume workshop at Tijon Perfumes where I can once again Oh, nice. Try my hands at making a perfume. I know I'm stoked. I haven't done it yet because I guess I have a work ethic and I have to get the magazine done and get all those ducks in a row before I can allow myself. <laughs> that, that's how I roll. <laughs> it's like a it's like a prize at the end of your work. Exactly. 
the the carrot keeps getting further and further away because the work keeps piling up, but I'll I'll approach it sometime. It'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Something to look forward to. That's right. So you guys played a couple of circs. Henning, you played a circ back before Mark even had Sewn Lab when I was doing them at the 11s. That's probably true. It is. <laughs> that, geez, that would have been like 2012 or something. Or- <laughs> you sound like me. Yeah, I, 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 I could have done that. Yeah, sure, if you say so. <laughs> you did. No, I, I completely believe you. Just the 11s, you know, I did a lot of things there, and I, and I worked there for doing sound for a long time. So it's all just one. That's right. One big blurry dark room. <laughs> I miss that blurry dark room. Do oh, I do too. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure I do. Well, mostly, mostly. I, I don't miss the the shared space between Tully's and Eleven being the the ethnographic experiment that someone should have done in the bathroom where the clash of the cultures occurred. <laughs> okay, it's so strange. I need to interrupt for a second because um, I'm not I, I'm not recording my vo- our voices. <laughs> So. Well, the good news is, dear listeners, that every weird sound you heard prior to this in terms of internet glitches was due to that this part of the podcast was recorded via voice over IP. But now, check. you're in for a treat. Check, check, one, two. Check, check. two, check, one, check, two. Check. I thought it was rolling. <laughs> I've had it happen. It happens to are, the best Are you of back? Us. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Hey, are we in hi-fi? Yeah, I always thought some some grad student looking at like social ethnographies or cultural anthropology should study the the bathroom space between Tully O'Reilly's and the Elevens where very divergent cultures were forced to converge by the call of nature. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a book in there. <laughs> oh, the call of nature. The reason I'm laughing so much is that the, the call of nature in terms Ooh. of Tully O'Reilly's <laughs> has about 11 layers. <laughs> oh, the 11s. That's funny. I didn't even mean to. And yet yeah. you did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Seven layers. It has seven layers. It's like a. Like a like, dip? It's like a dip. Yeah. Like a dip. Gross. <laughs> God. Uh. That's, so moving on from the 11s, right. getting out of there right quick, holding yeah. my nose as I run. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You also played Le Cirque de Mille where you shared the bill with East Hampton Savings Band. That's right. And yeah, and that was pretty huge. That was in, that was in 2016. We've had such a long relationship with you guys playing our things. <laughs> well, we've played the Cirques, but we've also um, just gone to a lot of them. Because you're movie stars. But also just to go and see everything that you've put together, because it's it's really, I don't know, there's nothing like it around here. Um, I, I don't think. I, I, I really appreciate all the, um, everything that you bring together and that it's not necessarily just focused on one genre of arts it's bringing all arts together and i i I think that's really cool and 
I enjoy going to them and just learning about other other things, I guess. I don't know. Cool. No, thank you. I'm, I'm honored to hear that. Like miniature music, music festivals or music art festivals. And, and you go to them and you go in that room where the bands are playing and it's so dark and the lights are crazy and just people kind of coming in, standing, leaving and going. And then it all becomes kind of like a little bit of a, a blur. And then you play there or you don't play there. Either way, it feels like you're a part of the whole thing that's happening. That's cool. Yeah. I like that you put it that way, Henning. Because that was Lisa. That, that's... <laughs> <laughs> we switch voices. Voice. Yeah. Oh, that's a trick. We've been practicing all year <laughs> switching Mark voices. Mark and I are going to switch faces. Get ready. You should do oh it. That's the next step from switching voices. But um, there's a movie called Face Off. I know. I've now. I've never condescended to see it. I've got Lovecraft uh, Country to keep me happy for I, a while. Oh, we should get onto that. But I, I, I've actually seen Face Off, but it's been a long time, and I, I have a recollection of going. Well, okay then. <laughs> that was kind of my, I think my response to that. Movie I think it's hilarious that the, the Q anoners think that there is a face off that occurred between he who shall not be named and Biden. They just, they think they switched faces. Just like, I don't, wow. Th th <laughs> these people live in a very creative realm. A low IQ, but creative realm. I'll, I'll grant the creative part. Yeah. Creative. I think I, I think I saw that movie. I think I saw Face Off back then. It wasn't that bad. Nick, Nick Cage, right? Yeah. 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 It was. It was. I think it was good. AKA yeah. Coppola. Yeah. Right. That's that's true. One, he is, one he doesn't. Is, he, he's a couple. One doesn't need to condescend to watch it. You can just watch it, and it's like a big, just a big goofy, you know, big time movie to watch. I've cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. You know, I think I'm mixed up. I think that the Cirque you played, the Cirque de Milfeu was with, um, no, it was with East Hampton Savings Band. Then you played Cirque de Faux and you very kindly saved the day because I had 61 Ramblers on the bill and one of their wives got very sick and had to go to the hospital. Oh, mm. oh right, yeah. And, then, and as you were... At, yeah. And since Brian Marchese was drumming, he's like, I think I can f get another band up in here. And Gentle Hen was the other band he got up in there. Yep. Those are the best shows. The last minute shows like that are the best ones. <laughs> I was going to say, what an honor. <laughs> You're the <laughs> fill-in. But no, it was great. I remember the show. It was great. We actually, we should we should maybe feature um, the the spoken word and the music from that show and a future podcast because I remember that being really good. I'll take your word for it. I want to talk about all the acting you guys have done. You guys have worked with some cool local filmmakers and you've been a bunch of like interesting little independent films, which often were screened at Cirques. So it's a fun little synchronicity to explore. Yeah. I, we just happened, I, I don't know, just be, being friends with the filmmakers is a, uh, is helpful <laughs> to be cast in their films. <laughs> yep. What was the film where the two of you were sort of like scientisty people? Oh, with the experiments <laughs> where people didn't end up being very well off afterwards. Yeah, that was made by uh, Gabe Gabe Bernini, and uh, yes, and he he filmed it all on a, a eight 
eight millimeter silent camera. And it then, shows, and I love that. Yeah. So that was, it was very like you had, he, he you had to kind of just do it. And then he'd find out a couple of weeks later <laughs> how it looked, you know, because he had to get right. the film developed. And no pressure. Yeah. So there was not <laughs> a lot of none like, none whatsoever. There was just like n- no second takes really. You know, it was just, okay, we're going to, we're, we're going to, think a lot about how to do this scene and then we're just going to film it and then we're going to move on and we're just going to hope. So it worked out. Yeah, it was really fun to do. I love, uh, it looks like fun. It looks like you guys are having fun and I also think you guys nailed your roles. And I, I just love the, no, the repetitive like panning, just slicing up and frying eggplant on electric stove. <laughs> <laughs> are you hungry? Let me make you something. It's a slice of eggplant just fried on a stove. I think with like rain dripping in or something too. It's just wet eggplant fried on a stove. I want to I want to backpedal a split second here. So yes, so Super Eight is is silent. Were they rolling audio at the same time? Um, yes. Yeah, he oh, he yeah. had some kind of audio recorder uh, for. For the scenes with dialogue, I think. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly, but... Um, it wasn't your job. You were the, you were the talent. <laughs> That's you don't right. need to know that. It yeah. was enough to try and remember. That's right. But I, that explains a lot because I, I didn't notice any sense of, like, you know, post-production dubbing. Right. I think, I think there was some... It was, it was called Week in Paradise, by the way. Right. Yes, right. thank you. Yes. I should have this all written down in front of me. I should have all my meat for tea posters <laughs> in front of me with all the. Oh, I know. Because I've got, I've got a little tiny excuse for not having every single thing in front of me, which is we haven't been back in our house for all that long, and we're still kind of unpacking. Yeah, I would say half our stuff is in boxes. <laughs> well, welcome home. Yeah, welcome home. And uh, oh, uh, thank you so much. It's the wildest unpacking when you're not the one who packed your boxes. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. What's in <laughs> this box? Did. Well, yeah, the cleaning companies. The cleaning companies What's came in. What's in the box? Right. <laughs> yeah, so the, the box says kitchen 04. Like, okay. Thanks. It's like opening a, it's like opening a present every day. It, it is. <laughs> only sometimes the present is like brand new vinyl that they packed kitty corners. So the covers got creases for no good reason. Oh, yeah, that happened. <sighs> so, you know. The sad trombone kind of present, I guess. Yeah. I would say ni- 95% of the vinyl was, 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 I mean, it was all packed kitty corner, all of it, all of it. I was just p- begrudge that 5%. But 5% or 4% have like now like bent corners on the covers. Damn them. And, I, and they should just be really lucky that I'm not one of those people who goes, my, my vinyl is all mint or near mint. My name is Elizabeth McDuffie. You killed my vinyl. <laughs> I will destroy your stereo. <laughs> In a parallel universe, that's how the Princess Bride goes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the version for vinyl collectors. I'm trying to think of a Princess Bride pun but to make sense, but I, there's, there is none. I've gone through everyone. Inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just resorting conceivable. 
Yeah. <laughs> it always works. It's never inappropriate. Oh, I love Wallace Shawn. He's so good. I saw him once walking down the sidewalk. Where? <laughs> in, oh, in New York City. I was. Oh, okay. I was, oh. I was like, was it Florence or? <laughs> I was going to say, was he in NoHo? That was one of my favorite. Hampton? <laughs> it's one of my favorite celebrity things, seeing uh, sightings was seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm totally down with that. That's, I can get why rad. that would be. Did you stop him? Did you say, Mr. Wallace, Sean, you changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, yeah, well, because did that he actually change your life? good judgment on your part. <laughs>
guys have been doing and what you've all been up to. I know you, you've had some streaming rub wrong ways performances that people can catch that look intriguing and awesome that I seem to keep missing just because of timing. And I feel terrible about that. We've, we've, we've seen a couple of them, I think sort of post live streaming. Yeah. Post live. Are they still available for, for viewing? They are. They're, they're all on, on YouTube, um, on the rub wrong ways, uh, channel. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's one of the things with, with live streaming stuff is that it's, it's in the moment and you can have it go away right then, but usually you, you keep it forever. So it's, you know, it's a night, it's, I guess it's like TV. We, we call them the, we call them primetime specials, the rub wrong ways records, <laughs> primetime specials, because we were I showing saw them. That. On, I love that. Yeah. We we're showing them on Thursday nights, uh, or that's when we were premiering them. But, you know, just like, uh, now, nowadays you can you can go on YouTube and you can see any old TV show pretty much from the past, any special like that. And ours are there too. So it's nice. Yeah. So we've, we, we've done that, um, those rub wrong ways nights. And we also have done a couple of things for, um, we did, we just recently did something for the four Sundays in February. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. And that, that was pretty fun to do (laughs) where we made pizzas and, played music around our kitchen table and then just little projects here and there. Oh my God. I feel so. When, when was that? That was, that showed, uh, that was last February, February 14th on Valentine's day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Valentine's day. On Valentine's day. Oh, I feel badly about missing it, but we we were having Valentine's day. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that one will pop up too in the, in the archives Mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Everybody should go look for this in the archives. No, I'm going to look for it for sure. Definitely after yeah. after tonight's episode of Lovecraft Country, of course, which is taking <laughs> nice large priority in my life right now. <laughs> Very good. Did you guys watch it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, it's really. We good. just started. We just started. Oh my god, I'm enthralled. Yeah, I see J J Abrams come up at the end, and I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's good on some episodes to have. Um, some other show to watch afterwards before maybe going to sleep. A chaser. Yeah. Yes. A a chaser. (laughs) No, it's like that classical, like shot of tequila and a beer. Like after you've got that rough shot, you need something else. Oh yeah. No, no. We watched the first episode and I'm like, okay, we need something else after that. Cause Mm -hmm. hell no. We calm ourselves down with like Trevor Noah or Jimmy Kimmel or John Oliver just talking about the current political scene, which I'm not entirely sure how calming it is, but That's taking my news to the filter of witty people makes me happy. Yeah. It's probably the it reverse. Helps. Probably the opposite of calming, but right. maybe it's some other I know, word. Right before going to bed, it's like, oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> yeah. I should be able to fall right asleep. Yeah. That's why, that's why we recommend the Bob Newhart show, the original Bob Newhart show. Oh my God, I love that show so oh, yeah. much. Yeah. That's a good 22-minute. I could 22 almost like, sing the theme song off the top of my head. I'm not going to. Do it. I dare you. 
No. I shan't. I was very obsessed with Suzanne Plachette. Oh, he's still going. <laughs> the full Hello. instrumentation. Uh, uh, oh, right, are you still right. there? Are you still there? Hold on, hold on. We, hold on. Next, next, do the theme to fish. No, no. Wait, before that. No, I just remember watching that when I was like, geez, when was that one? I was like nine or 10, hmm. I think. And I was so obsessed with how pretty Suzanne Plachette was. Emily. And I was also really obsessed with her voice. And I remember being yes. a little girl. Wishing I would get that kind of Suzanne Plachette, like low voice. And well, folks, some dreams do come true. <laughs> That's right. She I've does. often dreamed of being Barry White. She says with such humility. <laughs> 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 but I was, I was just, I, I, I loved, I thought she was so pretty and so chic and her sultry low voice, of course, how she came by it, they were, weren't they all indoors, like in a one-bedroom apartment, smoking their heads off? Um, there's not a lot of smoking there, in like, it. Weren't there, like, ashtrays in the armchairs? <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of smoking in it, actually. A, a lot okay. of those shows no, were, for Bob sure. Maybe wouldn't have stood for that. <laughs> yeah, he would have said, Emily, sit down. <laughs> now... <laughs> Oh my God, you've got the best Bob Newhart impression, honey. This is something about I'm you dying. I had not previously known. I'm dying. <laughs> this is why we do this podcast, because there, there are things brought to the surface that no one else has ever seen. I still want the fish theme. I don't know the fish theme. You know what else theme. is a good... Well, yeah, no, we'll screw no, that. Nor do I. <laughs> That's why I'm asking for it. Another good deep YouTube dive is the Dick Cavett show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. You can get all the episodes going back to, I don't know, the dawn of time. It goes back a long way. It's so, so nice. Good. It's so nice to see some of those older shows and see how, like, slowly and calmly people spoke sometimes and without, oh. you know, forcing the, the big joke every five seconds and... Right? Right, mm -hmm. and like thoughtful and... Oh, yeah. such erudition. Such beautiful erudition. Jeez, what was the one we saw? Was it the Joni Mitchell? Well, we saw one with Janis Joplin. Where that was great. She, she proved herself to be a very well-schooled young lady, probably from a poshy family before she went rock and roll, because that diction does not come from nowhere. So that was interesting. And then the one with Sly Stone where <laughs> his nose was so mysteriously runny all the time. He seemed he seemed a little he, high. He he was runny. Not just his nose, he was runny. It was awesome, but <laughs> he was just dripping. <laughs> that was pretty great. I wanna talk more about your acting career. So you did some films with Gabe Bernini and as you did, you were in Father Willie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. With, uh, um, Jason Mazzotta's films. I love his films. Yeah, me too. That was so fun. They're, oh, that looked like yeah. a, a ton of fun. They were both really fun to film. Is that all? I, I feel like you've been, I feel like you've got a massive 
um, filmography under your belt. Am I just making that up in my head? Yeah, maybe. I, I, w- I was in one other uh, Jason Mazzotta one, two other ones. Oh, that's right. The, the, um, two others. Oh, the, the numbers keep growing exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just fun to work on a, a, a project where a, a large group of people are all just focused on, you know, doing this, doing one thing. I agree. Just working together and just doing it for, just for the joy of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's good times. It's hard to make it happen. I, I completely agree. We're going on to IMDb to see what else <laughs> okay. we've been in. Okay, I will. And you can look for me on IMDb in Thomas Matthew Campbell's film, Thicker Than Water. Oh, that's right. Oh, right, yes. Playing a part, he he told me he wrote just for me. He had me in mind. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Play that, is it? To play someone that had been dead and living in hell and returned, yeah. I guess I should be flattered. <laughs> well, the, the misfortunate thing about that was is that she was basically supposed to be returned from the dead. And during the entire shooting, unbeknownst to, to her or us. Stupid doctors had gone in several times she ha- to she, find out why I was so sick. She had pneumonia during the shoot. Oh, Undiagnosed. Wow. I, was, I was sick as fuck. Some of I the guess... cast members thought I was like really good at like zombie makeup. Or method acting. <laughs> Or both. I guess Tom Campbell knew knew more than you thought. <laughs> I, he's he's a sage. <laughs> he's definitely a sage. That one. Oh, oh my! He's gonna have a stop motion animation in the upcoming Cirque. And so, by the way, is my eleven year old granddaughter, Una. She's gonna have one of her. She's been doing stop motion animations. Oh, that's great. Has she been? What has she been using uh, as a as um, props or, or the things that animate. Lego. Lego, perfect. Legos, Lego. Legos and, and claymation too. Yeah, nice. and she she does plasticine. She makes little plasticine miniatures, and I don't know. You can you can see her, but I'm not here to promote her stuff. But it's it's going to be fun. You can you can see her in the September Cirque too. She does a song she wrote and plays on her ukulele and whistles too. She's actually pretty good. Oh, she's tuneful. Yeah, she's got... When's the next Cirque? March 6th? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. About, a, about a week from when this podcast will air. And we owe you a debt. Thank you for telling us about the whole um, premiere way to roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it works That's out pretty well. That's a time well. saver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, because because the first... The first you know, virtual circuit we did it. I was under the impression that we had to live stream it to, in order to have a chat box. Oh my God. That oh. was so stressful. And I had to learn like OBS and like try to get it to work. And it, of course, as I'm streaming it via OBS, you're messaging me going, dude, dude, <laughs> do this, dude, you could have just uploaded this ahead of time and it, you could have had the chat. I'm like, Oh my God. And and I, the thing is, is I'd seen your um, Rob Wrongway's premieres and I also thought they were being streamed live and I was like, Oh, that's how it's got to be done. So I'm just going to do that. I just should have reached out to you like, Hey man, how'd you do that? But thankfully you <laughs> saved my butt for the next one. <laughs> It's a, oh, con- technology. It's, a, it's a whole confusing new thing, 
nobody, you know, it's changing every second, I think, how to do it. I think so. I've, I've been saying a lot this past year that 2020, 21 is going to be known as the year of the glitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> all the Zoom stuff happening and all that. It, it's just the, this... There's a lot of glitch. There's a lot of glitch going on. Did anyone do a thing about Zooms going bad at Christmas and having the glitch that stole Christmas? <laughs> oh my God, no! But I think you can. I think uh, I think you can just brand that as yeah. your own season. Season of the glitch. Season of the glitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What else have you guys been doing to keep yourselves happy and busy and in the public eye? Not necessarily all at once. I don't feel like I've been doing much to keep myself in the public eye. <laughs> I've been doing the exact opposite. I know. And I feel bad because when we had the house fire, I was like, I need presents. So I got myself an Ipsy subscription so I get all the makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, I need more presents because I'm greedy as fuck. <laughs> so I got myself FabFitFun. So... I have all this makeup and I can't be arsed to put it on. Oh yeah. At right. all. Right. Right. I just, yeah. I just have this, I have three mascaras now. I'm like, well, what am I going to fucking do with you? <laughs> three mascaras. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing there? <laughs> sitting there looking at me. Yeah. That's, Shaming me for not using right. you. <laughs> yeah. None of that's really happening for me. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've just been kind of like, I feel like I've just been hibernating more and more and more and more and trying to not really being much on social media and just really kind of keeping to myself, which is kind of like me anyway. I'm a little bit of an introvert and pretty shy. So which, which is why when I say Henning is the person who I met who changed my life, it's not really, it's kind of, it's like the truth. I, I always hang back. I don't really put myself out there to talk to people, <laughs> I guess. Only, I, 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 I've been friends with you for a long time to, to varying degrees of closeness. I think we got closer in later years, but um, mm-hmm. I remember being grateful for being your friend Aww. at the Bay State when you offered an alternative to walking the gauntlet to take a pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I was super grateful for that because that was, that was a gauntlet to walk. Yes, yes, it was. It sure was. Like, seriously, it was. It was a fierce gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I was always pretty like very confused as to why they did that. <laughs> for the viewers at home. The viewers. They uh, for a long time for a long time. Let me mansplain this to everybody. Oh boy! Thank you. <laughs> you should start with but actually. But actually, yeah. to- <laughs> the reason historically, uh, <laughs> they I'll set fix up that in editing. Don't worry. No, please keep it. The, um, <laughs> we need all the adverbs in the mansplaining. Too many right. adverbs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they. I'm just going to take over. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. At one point, at one point in the world of the Bay State, they changed where they had the band set up, and they set them up directly in front of where the the women's room 
was. So you had to basically <laughs> right. walk through the band to get to the ladies' Parade room. past them. Yeah. So luckily, luckily I had, I lived across the street. I had an apartment like right across the street. And, and so I would take, I'd be like, all right, we're heading over to my apartment. <laughs> we'd go there. We'd all do a shot of whiskey. Yep. You know, take care of what needed to be taken care of and come back to, to, to the base state. So we didn't, none of us had to walk through the band to, uh, to go to the ladies room. So yeah, it was a nice little bonding experience. <laughs> I have fond memories of that. It was like Abby Nishman, you, mm-hmm. Kelly LeMay. Alexis Docious. Yeah. Nope. I have fond memories of that. And you know, we needed the shot of whiskey to fortify us for walking back across the gauntlet in the other direction. Right. So it was the dumbest. It's like, I don't know if they wanted it. I, I don't understand the point of that. That was absolutely just felt like a parade. The girls going to the bathroom parade. Did, did they shift where the, the quote unquote stage was because of Eugene Ferrari being butt naked in front of the bay window? Was that like probably the- <laughs> that could have been a catalyst. <laughs> oh, mercy. I don't know. No, that why? Yeah. Why did they do that? I, I can't remember. I don't know, but it was it was pretty short lived. Yeah, it was not long lived, but no, they they rearranged again shortly after. And we'll be back in just a moment. And welcome back. So yeah, I knew you from back then, and then Henning, God, I knew you guys from a. I, I did a belly dance at your CD release show at I remember the Hukalau. that. Do you? Yeah. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had so I was I was so intensely nervous to do that veil dance. And and then I got in there, I looked around I'm like, oh no, this place is fucking packed. Yeah, there were a lot of people there that night. It, oh, yeah, you guys packed the house. Good on you. So then I requested a scorpion bowl. Ah. <laughs> Just for you? And solo. I requested, well, yeah. no, I, I did share. I was going to say solo. <laughs> I shared with my table, but then I requested another scorpion bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I hope I didn't fuck that veil dance up. I think muscle memory took over and I just did it. But I, really, I remember just like taking the stage starting to dance and then nothing, nothing, nothing. And then clapping. And then I left. Yeah. That's, that's how my memory of that goes. So hopefully it wasn't a debacle. That's the, that's my memory of every live show I've ever played though. You black out when you do live stuff. Pretty much. It's like, I don't anymore. I got over that. It's not, it's not blacking out, but it's, it's like, okay, we're doing this thing. Holy crap. We're doing this thing. Holy crap. It's over. And because I've, I mean, I've only performed live with the band, you know, a dozen times or something. So my experience of it is, is, is always just like, here we go. Bang, bang. It's done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like that, like the 2016 show, the only show that I managed to play, which was supposed to be an actually ongoing band, but the five of us put together this show to premiere my 2016 record and we did one show, and that was the night that Elizabeth broke her hip. 
Okay. Uh, Which is part of the reason why there was no more shows. But the idea was that... Perfectly fine, healthy hip. Yeah. I'll point out. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. I fell wrong. But we were going to, we were going to at least do a handful of shows, including a couple possibly scheduled in, in New York. And the idea was also to possibly play a, a convention in Chicago. But that got dropped really quickly. But that show was the last time I played live. And I remember getting up on stage and going, all right, here we go. And then at the end of it, aside from one technical difficulty where the internet decided to reboot our backing track laptop in the middle oh, no. of the set, or actually in the first song of the set, but once we sorted that out, we played the rest of the set. It was like, go, what, done. <laughs> <laughs> and so most of my live performance experiences have been that exactly that way. It's like the show starts, we do the thing, and then I like wake up. I usually, usually I remember them. Um, I mean, maybe the one and a half scorpion bulls <laughs> <laughs> didn't help in that. I, I, hopefully I didn't dance like a drunken belly dancer, which is a song in itself, the drunken belly dancer. It is. <laughs> go along one lady dancing. Uh, hint, hint, write that song. <laughs> Somebody's got to write that song. I think you remember more from that night than I do. <laughs> I oh, that, that's very possible. Yeah, I mean, the, just the amount that you said is more details than I really recall. I remember that uh, Lord Russ painted his body blue. Yes. Um, yes. Were you there? No, I've heard about it. Oh, I was going to say, how are you? No, I've heard about this show. I was going to say, I've, I've heard so much about this show that I feel like I was there, but I know I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember much else. It was a long time ago now. Marchese recorded it for um, for the future researchers' sake in his blog, which is a very well-written blog. I always thought he should like turn that into a book. He's, uh, he's, he's got a um, he's got a great memory. Brian does. He, he's got yeah, a, yeah and, and a great way of writing it down. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. thought that should be too. And a great podcast of his own. Yeah. Ooh, where's that sound coming oh, from? That's right. <laughs> I love that podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've I think I've heard all of them. I'm not sure. Maybe he's had a couple that I've missed, but God, he's so good. I have not. I I'm I'm slutty with podcasts. I'm I'm very I just go from one to the other to the other. <laughs> slutty with podcasts. <laughs> that's, that's, I just <laughs> <laughs> That's a great description. <laughs> I want to make T-shirts. Actually, you're so unfaithful. <laughs> Put it in podcast. our merch store. Slutty <laughs> with podcasts. I'm slutty with podcasts. <laughs> so, what have you guys been doing to keep yourselves? Okay, I feel like we've been talking about ourselves too much and not making you guys talk about yourselves. <laughs> but we just got we just got the question. We just got the question. Okay. Well, so for I Valentine's guess, I guess we Day, have to. we got a lovely charcuterie platter from Corsello's. Butcheria to go with my homemade sourdough bread that I bake every week. Just people think I bake a loaf every day, guys. How much do you think we eat? Have you seen us? Honestly, like no, we we do not eat a loaf of bread a day. She bakes two loaves every week, and one goes to Little Finnegan and Killian. Yeah, and then the other one we most love grandma's we, we bread. Yeah. <laughs> 
So for Valentine's Day, we had a lovely charcuterie platter, yes. my homemade bread, and <laughs> we gave it to each other. There's a reason why our vinyl collection just keeps growing because that's we just buy each other vinyl. So I gave him, and I, I was surprised I wanted to buy this and put it in our collection, but I stand up and pay attention when someone gets a Pulitzer Prize. So I got Kendrick Lamar's Damn. It's good. For Mark. It's good. Which I feel like such a white lady, a white NPR listening lady <laughs> only buying something because it got a Pulitzer Prize. That is so white. <laughs> I also got her the, the reissue of the um, Yola Tango album, Painful, which they turned into a double album called More Painful. So that was our like our uh, Valentine's Day so double album. So basically our, our Valentine's Day summed up in a few words is damn more painful. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have had some redemption rye to celebrate the passing of a certain rush. Oh, I'm just out of Facebook jail. Actually, I was, I was in Facebook jail for the last day. For bye, bitch. For saying bye, bitch, to a tripper who was harassing me before I blocked him. Bye, bitch. That's all it takes, just so you know. Welcome, Listeners, welcome back. Bye, what, bitch. What's the first thing you did? <laughs> what's the first thing you did when you got out? I said, bye, bitch, again. No, no I didn't. <laughs> no, she went... I Welcome went. back. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. No. I don't know the rest of the song. Oh no. Welcome back. I ruined myself. The same old place that you. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, but but anyway. you knew it. I couldn't. Oh yeah, I, I know all the words. I just got. I got that far. I got three notes in, I'm and I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to. This might be our most silly podcast episode ever. <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me a key. Okay, here we go. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the instrumental Welcome version. Back. No, he is going to sing. No, I don't know it. It just happens to be a piano okay, next to words. me. Welcome back. Your dreams are your ticket out of here, or your ticket out of here, or something. Something like that. Yeah. I never listen to lyrics. We need more piano on our podcast. That's right. I, I, well, you should. My piano's unpacked now. I'm. I'm. I'm terribly out of tune but I should start I need to get those Kill Bossa sisters song back under my fingers yeah we need yeah. a balls of waltz and after party episode of the podcast it's good for the brain with guest singers <laughs> that could be a super fun thing so how'd you guys do your Valentine's Day oh right pizza on on well the, the four Sundays in February yeah that was pre-recorded so we did all of the, yeah, we, we pre-recorded all of that. So we, we watched it on Valentine's Day. That's right. We watched ourselves. <laughs> we watched ourselves. <laughs> there we are. Hi. <laughs> I think we watched an episode of, we were, we were then binging on Search Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was later in the night. We had to watch that. Yeah, we you probably watched, watched an episode. We, probably we haven't seen that one no. yet. We probably watched an oh. episode of West oh Wing God. that night. Right. I haven't watched that. Yeah. We've we've seen early West Wing, but we need to maybe dig back into that. But 
No, I'm I'm too enthralled by Lovecraft Country right now. That's it's got me in its thrall. I'm in its clutches. I can't escape. And how many have you seen? One. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Sometimes I commit quickly. No, we just we just we ju- we just got hooked. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. You got a whole Is there um, there's one season, right? I'm not even sure. Yeah, we haven't I in. just jumped off the board and didn't even look. I think it's just What's one the season. other <laughs> but the, the creator of, of um, Oh, Michaela, um, yeah, I May Destroy You. Yeah, have you seen I May Destroy You? No. We're just talking about TV and books now, just like we're at it. Why not? I, we told you guys this is going to be like this. Yeah. This, is, this exactly. is what we do. It's what perfect. people talk about. <laughs> That's what there is. Have you, have you seen That's I May? what we do. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> have, you, have you seen I May Destroy You? No, we no. have not seen that. Have you seen chewing gum? No. Okay. Then you now have two things that you can put on your list of, maybe we should look at those. No, she's, she's a genius. I think she was robbed for the Golden Globes. But, you know, it tends to be white people giving out white awards. So um, I guess I can't say I was surprised. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you gave us two more shows to watch because um, there is not enough... <laughs> To watch. <laughs> it's not like we're not just like in the most golden era of everything to watch all the time ever. Yeah, exactly. you were down. You were down to like thirty-six or forty shows <laughs> that you wanted to watch, and so now we've got like you know three, right. four more for you. So check back with us in about twenty-three years. And, uh... <laughs> I just wrote them that, down. That's when Henning and Lisa are coming on the next episode of the Meet for Tea Cast is in 23 years. <laughs> to, to discuss <laughs> at, the At which point show. we're going to review <laughs> all the shows we watched and give them four or five star or thumbs down. It's the Meet for Tea Cast <laughs> season 27. Um, we're welcoming back uh, Henning and, and Lisa. Thank you f- so much for coming back. <laughs> What what net Netflix dot com have you been? Okay, my husband doesn't realize Netflix doesn't exist anymore. We and we can talk about the seventeen albums that Henning has put out in that time, and the one that I've put out. Oh shit! Oh shit! Wait, do you have a solo album, Lisa? Really? A solo album? No. I actually have started to kind of work on one during this, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh, talk about that. Talk about that. Um, I just started, well, I've started writing uh, some songs and they don't really fit in with what I, with what the fawn sound is like. So I kind of just decided to make them my own and, um, we'll see, we'll see, you know, I, some of them may not make the cut, so we'll see what happens. The cut with you is the arbiter of what makes it (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing I know, and I know you probably feel it too. We're, I mean, it's it's a cliche, but it's it's a cliche because it's true. We're our own harshest critics. Mm-hmm. Always. Like anytime I do art, anytime I write anything, anytime I do a piece of music, anything, I'm like, I don't know. Is that actually up to snuff? Yeah. I, I, I flush it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Should I flush it? I wish we had a, I wish we were one of those podcasters now where we have the soundboard thing where we could push a button and it made a sound effect, but oh, right. actually, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're not. We have fingers and mouths. 
I've got the kazoos I gave the babies. We've got my piano right there. We can make noises. We got we got tons of things to make sounds with. You could just drink your beer too fast and burp like this. There's a million ways to make a noise. If you're trying mil- to make a noise. There's a million ways to make a noise. I like that. Thank you, Lisa. It could be it could be a future album title. This is interesting though. That I'm I'm interested. So you're you're Lisa, you're like looking at you know, the songs that don't fit the fonts or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got this other thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm like, it's not something that, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to just see that song go go away and never be heard. So um, I would do something with do, it. Maybe do something no, with it. I'm completely down with that. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Well, thanks. <laughs> you know, I've been a, I've been a, I mean, if you look at my my output for the past 30 years, I've always been a solo artist operating under a so-called band name. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you look a little deeper at the different releases, they're all under the same band name because I can't be bothered to try to rebrand them as something else. And a lot of them are side projects. I just got lazy and said, <laughs> screw it, I'm putting out under the same band name. Well, is it lazy or is it branding? Right. I was it's just, just I don't want to, yeah, I just don't want to, I just don't want to be bothered. Because we were on the same page, Lisa. That's well, right. back in, back in the, in the mid, the mid nineties, I had this sort of like techno-y idea, you know, which was a diversion from the industrial rock thing I was doing. And I'm like, oh, well that should be a different project. And then I put off releasing that record for like years. And then I'm like, screw it. It's me. I'll put it out under the same name. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's a, it's a weird thing to try to figure out how do you how do you I guess that's what I'm getting at is how do you like decide what is one thing what is another in terms of as an artist like if you have a band and you have a a name. Right. So yeah, so like fonts are these days are a little bit more like uh what's the I can't think of the word I'm think uh, like a shoegazy dream poppy kind of but whereas, oh, I like that. whereas this the songs that I've written over the past couple of months have been a little bit more, um, just just kind of like mellowy and not I don't know don't, they don't really fit that genre and not that I not that I need to have a genre because the fonts have been all over the place really in our career, but um, sure uh, I I don't know I just felt like that these have fit more for just me than it is for the rest of the band, I guess. And I also have this other project that I kind of put cool, to, cool. that I put together a while, like years ago that I have never done anything with. It was just kind of a concept and maybe even more of a performance art thing where it's kind of like, whoa, the band name is called eat all the candy. And yes, <laughs> and it's me. I'm so psyched for this. And it's me just playing synth, which I don't even really, I, I'm, I'm, of, of no great piano player at all but like just me play, kind of playing synth that could um, help and you know singing along singing and 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 then somebody which I did have a person in mind but um I'm not I don't think that person would will do this but it, they, it's like they're just standing there eating candy as I play <laughs> and sing no, I love this so hard oh my god yeah. I would put this on a cirque I'd put this all over a cirque yeah, that'll be probably some years before I get that together. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping to keep those 
meat for tea in the service going for years and years. So <laughs> yes, we hope when so it's too. Ready? Oh, uh-huh. one's gonna. I don't. I don't want to retire. Like even when I'm like on my deathbed, I just want to like reach up my withered hand and <laughs> <laughs> let someone else carry on meat for tea. What a vision. Gross. Okay. Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> My withered hand. Like Miss Havisham. I had an idea a little while a, a little while back. Um, I don't know if you remember. This is uh, not too long ago. Mark was mentioning having sound effects on this uh, podcast. Yes. And uh, <laughs> right. And I thought, Mark, I think, why don't you make one, a podcast that's just sound effects? <laughs> oh my God. Nothing but. Okay. Um. <laughs> it could be meat for tea. We could be like squishing meatloaf and wringing out tea bags. It could all be meat and tea sounds. I was going to say, I've got the resources, but I'll probably run into copyright infringements. But. You got it. Well, you can yeah. create them yourself, you know. Is there a copyright for squishing meatloaf?
you were asking what we were doing. We were, we were gearing up to uh, yes. to do a, another the next uh, Rub Wrongways primetime special. We're just it's just starting off the process right now, so we hope to have that Yay. out uh, in a few weeks or uh, a couple weeks from when this is a broadcast. Um, and that cool. will be available on Facebook and YouTube, probably at the time. Um, we're always working on right, playing music and working on music in the house, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we should put up the date in our show notes when we have it available. We can edit them at any time. Yeah, all right. Um, to promote your ongoing goings-on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's pretty that's, much that's it. Pretty much mm-hmm. it. Besides going for walks and eating eating delicious food and yeah, watching TV. Are you making your own delicious food? Or are you ordering in from someplace awesome that who should be both being given a shout out? Lisa's making a lot of delicious food. <laughs> Yay, Lisa! I'm yeah. cooking yeah. a lot of delicious food too. Yeah, Elizabeth does a lot of that too. Lisa, do you have the New York Times? Um, just their $5 cooking subscription. It's five bucks a month. I did for a while, but I don't have it anymore. I, I think I'm thinking about getting it again, but I, yeah. I, I found it. I mean, if you're home and you're with all your books and everything, whatever. But I found when we were in hotels and Airbnbs, just being able to plug in the ingredients I had and pull up things on there was pretty much of a lifesaver. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it, and I—I I don't know. I like I like them in general. Yeah, they're pretty good. But if you're with your physical cookbooks and all your stuff, you don't need them. Yeah, I—I—I I, I like. I still get the emails, and then I try. I can't <laughs> get to the recipe. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. So well, just unless like, you I got subscribe, it. they won't exactly. give it to you because they mean like that. They mean no. like that. No, I'm just like, I always forget that I don't have it anymore. So I try to get to the recipe and then it's just not there. So, yeah. I got really mad because for a while I had a subscription to the whole Digital New York Times. Mm-hmm. And the cooking part used to come as part of it. And then midway through my subscription, they turned it into an a la carte uh, app, which is a la carte is a fancy way to say dick move. I'm just going to say. <laughs> and they just took it off. It's like, well, you can still be subscribed to the New York Times, but you need to subscribe to this separately. So, um, yeah. So I just subscribed, stopped the subscription to the New York Times and just got cooking. So I showed where my priorities truly do lie. <laughs> with the cooking with the cooking exactly yeah although i do get sick of cooking i some nights and it's no i i i, oh, I fair fed, enough yeah. i fed my poor husband i was trying to make him a special dinner i fed him like raw hamburgers and burnt sweet potato fries the other night and i'm a better cook than that but that's what happened <laughs> to the listeners i guess was, i was tired to the listeners it was better than raw and burnt but I don't know. I think it I still was, hear a faint mooing. I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say she's she's usually fucking on the game, and it was not quite on her game. But I I, I didn't go hungry. That's good. We should probably say good night pretty soon. What are you guys yeah. gonna do tonight? What are you gonna watch? What are you gonna read? We're gonna go to sleep. We're gonna go to sleep. I had a novel fair, idea. People do that enough. nowadays. Well, yeah. it is late. I mean, that's fair. It's it's we're pushing. 
Oh, God, we're pushing whenever. Yeah. No, it's fun. This is fun. I want to have you back again. Yeah. To talk yeah. about other things. All right. I would love to have you share with everybody where people can find your Oh, yeah. Your, your social stuff. needs. Your, your social stuff. needs. So where can people go find your music, go find your work, support you, find more about you or whatever, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Bandcamp, whatever. Hit us with the Pinterest. links. Okay. My name is Henning and I have a band called Gentle Hen. And this is Lisa over here. And she has a band called The Fawns. And uh, we also do some other work like that. You can find us everything at rubwrongways.com. That's our little independent record label, rubwrongways.com. You can also find us at The Fonz at Bandcamp, Gentle Hen at Bandcamp, and same with at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those places and all the streaming services and all the places that anyone ever listens to music, except for all possibly... Um, no, Maybe all of them. TikTok. We've got them all covered. Yep, you can find us on TikTok, Perfect. I'm sure. Does that... Y'all are thorough... We are going to say goodnight. We love you guys. Oh, we Thanks love you guys so much too. for joining us. Thanks for Thanks having for us. for chatting. It was nice to talk Next with you guys. Next time we come, we can say, welcome back. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Let's Very do it. Nice. Let's do it. plays us out. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> love, love you guys. guys. See ya. Love you Thanks guys so too. Much. Talk soon. Lacing up our shoes on a bench in the sun. I'm putting on my belt in front of everyone. Bright blue screens are shouting from the rafters at the crowds Do you have your boarding pass? I ask while thinking of the clouds But the news is too loud We let the crazy people steal the conversation pit there's money to be made off a nation that's been split But we're all in this together, facing forward in our chairs Thinking only of mortality while hanging in the air In the air, in the air Up in the bright blue sky we've been sleeping Shoulder to shoulder, knee to knee Questioning the schedules we've been keeping Road 23 Who can it be? It's you and me You're dozing in the window seat I can see out if I lean 
careful of your coffee cup You added too much cream Distorted in the travel We're going faster than it seems Below us grids of farmland Stretch as far as I can see Through the clouds Like a dream Up in the bright blue sky We've been sleeping Shoulder to shoulder, knee to knee Questioning the schedules we've been keeping Road 23 Who can it be? It's you and me Turning to the planet, all the lines become streets A country full of traffic jams, but no one ever meets And we are just the same, although we're in a different place Believing that we're grounded while we're spinning into space Space
Isn't that great? I think it was. Your ears are all full of good music and charming conversation. Yeah, thanks for sticking around, because if you're hearing us now, you heard all we had to offer this time around. So tell your friends. Yeah, that's what we gotta we gotta get into this. If you like what you heard, tell your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to listen too. 
yeah, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app, like on Spotify or whatever. You can click that subscribe or whatever button. Everything calls it something different. We're on CastBox. We're on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Anchor.fm. Stitcher. Yeah, I think there's about 10 places where we're available, which is, I think, a wide enough variety it's for you. It's a plethora. Yeah. Of course, if you're hearing this, you've already found us. So how about that? That's meta. If you are on Apple Podcasts and you would like to leave a five-star rating. Please do. With writing. With, with writing. writing. At least four words, too. Yeah. The algorithm doesn't... If you leave, you are a dumb ass. Well, it'll recognize that. So you can just leave five stars and say you are a dumb ass if that makes you happy. If, if, if We won't read that one, though. If, <laughs> yes, that's true, because we will read the fun reviews or the nice reviews if you just simply write, it's good. Uh, that yeah. doesn't help us. Yeah, the algorithm goes... I think it's supposed to be upwards of four words, actually. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they want people to put a thought into it. So please put a thought into it. But we really appreciate every thought. If we like your review, we'll read it here on the podcast. Also, we want to hear from you. Yes. Leave us a voice memo with suggestions, ideas, thoughts. You can push the microphone icon on anchor.fm forward slash meet for tea cast. For the easiest recording ever. Or you can record a voice memo on your phone and email it to meetforteacast at gmail.com. And we just might play it on the show. We'd love to have some feedback from you. You can find us also. There's a Meet for Tea Facebook page. There's a Meet for Tea Cast Facebook page. There is a Meet for Tea Instagram page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Elizabeth, like Elizabeth, but... B-E-E-F. It's a beefier, Elizabeth. Beefier. Also, if you want to support Meat for Tea, you can go to meatfortea.com and subscribe to the magazine. Or if a subscription is not what you want to do and you want to just test the waters, you can buy a PDF for $5. Or you can order individual issues of the magazine and treat yourself to a bunch of meaty reading. You can also just simply go to Meat for Tea Cast and there's a little donate button. Well, meetfortea.com, and there's a donate button. But there is also a Meet for Tea cast oh, on Anchor. I, I stand corrected. There is a, it's not just a donate button, though. It is actually like Patreon. You sign yeah. up to pay on a monthly subscription. Think just, about doing that. It takes Mark about four hours an episode minimum. Minimum. To edit these and get these right. And we've been bringing these to you for two seasons and 13 episodes, and we will keep bringing them to you, so... You want us to keep it going? We're, we're well, well over 30 episodes. It generally requires me to set aside a day just to edit and finalize an episode. So if you think about what kind of time your day might be worth, then think about what kind of time I spend on it. That's a lot of time. And I'm doing it all for you because I love our listeners. I love every one of you who spends the time. We'd love you more if we'd hear from you. <laughs> but if you're hearing this now, you are spending the time and we appreciate that. So thank you so much. So with that, I suppose everybody meet for tea on Facebook. Find us for March 6th. And if it's... Oh, be there for the Cirque. Be there. Yeah. And if, and if you're hearing this after March 6th, you can still go back. It'll be archived in the video section of the meet for tea page. On we have Facebook. some great films from Hand of Dave, an animation from Thomas Matthew Campbell. 
Stop motion animation from Unapo Darling. Rising star. Tons of spoken word, including Michael Goldman reading an excerpt from the Copenhagen trilogy, which is blowing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and we were one of the fortunate people to actually have... Uh, well, go back and listen. You can hear our chat with Michael Goldman and James Steinberg. A couple episodes ago. Go back and listen. It's awesome. See, that's the nice thing about this is you can go back and listen. If you miss something, it's going to be there. It's like a book. <laughs> it never goes away. We are just developing chapters in our own book. That's right. God, I'm getting corny. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you all so much for tuning in this time around for the Meat for Tea cast. We will see you in a couple weeks, and we hope to see you next week for the Cirque. Yes. Come to the Cirque. And with that, have a good night. Good night. The Meat for Tea cast is produced by Elizabeth McDuffie and Meat for Tea, The Valley Review. Mixed by Mark Allen Miller at Sewn Lab, East Hampton, Massachusetts. Visit Meat for Tea at www.meatfortea.com. Please consider going to anchor.fm to make a contribution through our contribution page. You can reach us through meatforteacast at gmail.com where you can leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash meatforteacast. We welcome suggestions for contents for the Meat for Tea cast. If you've attended a Meat for Tea Cirque and want to hear from one of the bands or one of the spoken word contributors, please let us know. All portions are copyright Meat for Tea and their respective holders. Vote for Meat for Tea on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Elizabeth. Meat for Tea on Instagram and on the Meat for Tea and Meat for Tea cast Facebook pages. Meat for Tea is available everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. <laughs>